Ah, summer. The best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, they have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. Who doesn't love shopping at Target? Did you know the all-new Target Circle is the free and easy way to get the most deals at Target? And when you pay with your Target Circle card, you can save an extra 5% your way every day. But wait, there's more. Now you've got a new way to save with Target Circle 360. With unlimited same-day delivery, Target Circle 360 is the fastest way to get your order to your door or someone else's. Right now, sign up for Target Circle 360 for just $49 for your first year of membership. That's $50 off the regular price. Visit Target.com slash Circle or the Target app for more details. Same-day delivery is subject to terms, applies to orders over $35. For 5% discount, restrictions apply. See program rules in-store or at Target.com slash Circle Card. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I am all in. I am all in with Scott Patterson, an iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, everybody. Scott Patterson, Amy Sugarman, Riley Palusis, Danielle's iPhone is, is joining us as well. Hello, Danielle's iPhone. Who's having some? You know, we're doing issues. the best we can here. Guys, how are you? Good to see you. What an episode. Good Lord. Man, do I want to move to Connecticut? It, that was an episode. That was an episode. Yes. I'm, I was, cannot wait yeah. to hear what you think of it. Well, first, right off the bat, I was down in Atlanta at the Pandemic Dead convention, which was all um, Walking Dead people. For some yes. reason, they invited me. I know the promoter. And he's a great guy. 
and he invited me down and Yannick was there too because we share an agent and Yannick and I had a blast we just he's a fun guy and uh did you tell nice. him how much you just love his lines oh god and especially I I gotta tell you my favorite all-time Yannick scene and maybe the my favorite scene in the whole two seasons is that scene uh, of him I'm going home <laughs> I agree. I, I, I agree. Mean, it was it was the most beautifully acted, beautifully timed comedic scene. <laughs> he set himself up so beautifully to just nail her at the end of that scene. It I have was, a wonderful suggestion. Right? How about I leave? Like he's so. This was maybe his best. Yeah. Episode. Yeah, I I think it was a lot of people's best episode, yeah. and I think you know Amy wrote the episode along with John Stevens. Uh, who was a writer's room favorite and she directed the episode. So it had that special something to it where it was yeah. just, there was, it was elevated. And I think the, I don't know, just everything about it was better. The acting was better. The yeah, lighting was better. It was just, there's didn't it, miss one. It didn't miss a beat. Like every no. single moment was, mm -mm. was perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So let's get into it. Um, so tell us your overall of what you thought. Well, Riley, why don't you do a little synopsis and bring us in so everybody knows what, what in the heck we're talking about. <laughs> Let's do it. Happy finale. This is yes! season Happy two Happy finale, of guys. It's the end of season two. Yeah. It's called I Can't Get Started, air date May 21st, 2002. It's the season two finale in Suki and Jackson's wedding day. Chris comes into town and reveals he and Sherry are taking time apart. Eek. Meanwhile, he and Lorelai reconnect on an intimate <laughs> level. And, <laughs> and does it just, say that in the synopsis? No. <laughs> no, it doesn't. You got to put a little spin in there. <laughs> Paris convinces Rory to run as vice president, which could lead to a summer away in Washington, D.C., and Jess convinces Luke to let him stay in Stars Hollow for good, and Rory ends up kissing him by the pond while she is still with Dean. Yeah, I mean, oh my yeah. God, can we start with that? Or should we start with Oi with the poodles already? I think we should start with, well, what was, what was the cold opening? What was the cold open? It wasn't that. The flowers. Was it? You mean when the, when, when the episode opened, it opens with all the flowers and mm. Lorelai and Rory and Michelle are like exhausted. Oh, right. And Suki's right, right. listening to sort of like the, all the wrong wedding songs. We're listening to Ella Fitzgerald, right? <laughs> yes. that, that was, yeah, that was a wonderful opening, by the way. That was unexpected because it was lower energy and it was yeah. a little sleepy, but it was cool. Yeah. It was really cool. It really set the tone. Yeah. Um, so I enjoyed that opening. Uh, and Michelle was in it too. So he's he, you know, a game the whole well, episode. He, he, I got to tell you, this, this episode, uh, Yannick really, and it's not Yannick, it's Yannick, like yeah. unique, not Yannick, like tonic. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and he reminded me of this over the weekend. Mm -hmm. We were together in Atlanta at that thing. So um, anyway. Wait, sidebar really fast. Were there mm -hmm. Gilmore Girls fans at a Walking Dead like convention? Uh, so this is the thing that shocks promoters of these. Because most of these conventions are sci-fi or Marvel comics or, or horror or Walking Dead or something like that. Yeah. Um, my agent has to convince these uh, promoters like, Listen, he does really well at these conventions because the Gilmore fans come out to these things, stand in lines uh, to meet to meet Scott. And it, it happens every single time I do a convention. Uh, and it's it's, I think, pretty much unprecedented on the convention circuit that somebody from a non sci fi show and like this this nice little right. show 
is getting convention traffic because these, you know, the Gilmore fans are not, you know, I got to tell you, you know what I'm learning? People love Saw. They love Walking Dead. They also watch Gilmore Girls. They're they're doing it all. It's not like one or the other anymore. Two of my top shows of all time are Gilmore Girls and Walking Dead. So, like, it makes sense. Yeah, I mean, they, they don't discriminate, and they come out in droves, and they are delightful, and it's so great to meet them. I don't want to be a totally crazy person right now, yes, yes. but I'm going to say something nuts. Okay. The reason I love Gilmore Girls is almost the same reason I love Walking Dead, because Why? of the relationships mm-hmm. of these characters that aren't a family that became a family. Like I could literally say like, oh, wow, there are a lot of similarities in the reasons why I love both shows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's those, those just have a real, aha it's those interconnections between the cast, you know, yeah. the character. Yeah. Um, but they're wonderful and they're just so happy to be there and meet me and tell me about the show and what it did for them. And it's, 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 do they it's ever tell very, you they listen to the podcast? Yeah, they all do. Oh, they all love the podcast. Yeah, they love the podcast. And if, and if they're not aware of it, I educate them on the spot <laughs> in the nicest possible way. And they're delighted. They're like, oh, my God, I have to catch up. And I said, yeah, we're 82 episodes in. You go, oh, my God, I got I got listening to do. I said, yeah. You, oh, my God, I love it. Oh, it's wonderful. It's just wonderful. And, um, you know, I'm doing some more uh, in July. I'm doing another one in June. So anyway, they're fun. They're a lot of fun. And the Gilmore fans come out in big numbers. They really do. So it's it's a real party. Uh, That's cool. It's fun. Anyway, so yeah, the Oi with the Poodles uh, scene (laughs) two. That became like a classic line. Yeah, it's classic. And there it was. Yeah, there it was. The construction of the line right there in front of us. Rory and and Lorelai built that classic line right in front of our eyes. And with the typical Emily, Lorelai, will you please stop talking? So good. <laughs> so it was good. so good. But Wait, you know, we finally got Danielle. Danielle, did you mm-hmm. love this episode? I loved it so much. Mm-hmm. I'm still thinking about it. Like, and I watched it. You know, like I'm just like it's still on my mind. I love this episode so much. It was such a good finale. So yeah. good. Yeah, it felt like a finale. It felt like a perfect warm send off but we're coming totally. back it's like it's a, it, it really did have a nice it, it was unlike any other episode and especially it, especially well let's not get ahead of ourselves but uh, oh um, with two insane cliffhangers you got yeah. so much drama yeah. so much yeah. drama. like imagine back in 2000 whatever what was it 2002 2003 now mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. you're left with that in may and you're like are you joking me i have to wait till september yeah. to figure out what happens like these days these kids have the benefit of like oh click next on netflix people had to wait for months to figure out what was going to happen yeah and guess what that builds an audience better than how they do it now i think <laughs> you know maybe i'm wrong but um you know okay, streaming we're, we're has changed the game we'll go we'll keep no going. no all right so so I, I agreed with uh i don't know how you guys felt but i agreed with emily that that was a pity invite and uh to the wedding and I, I'm glad that she pointed that out uh, so clearly to Lorelai. Uh, what'd you guys think? Totally agree. Uh, <laughs> a pity wedding invite is not always the worst thing in the world, though. You know, you get free drinks, free food, 
free dancing, music, all that stuff. And just by the looks of it, that wedding looked like Beautiful. a blast. Like mm-hmm. you got Babette, mm-hmm. you got Kirk singing at the piano. I'm like, this is too good. I want to be yeah. there. Right, Did you pity right. invite anybody to either of your weddings? Danielle and Scott, because I didn't, I but I was definitely a pity invite to one of my now best friends weddings. <laughs> like I was like, imagine if I if you didn't pity invite me to your wedding. It's like a joke. And we're best friends now. Scott, did you throw any last minute pity invites? To no, 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 I, no, I wouldn't do that to people because they know because it's been ha- it's happened to me a few times and it's it's not a good feeling. But well, it's you- so funny. We I so we do these award shows. Yeah. And we had to book some last minute presenters. And I literally use the analogy of like, this is like the pity invite to a wedding. Like these people know that we didn't suddenly just like, can't wait to have you present one day before the show. Like, yeah, but that's just the, that's a business, you know, and a business sometimes has glitches and you got to <laughs> fix them. And you know, that it's just a bit, these are personal. This is interpersonal stuff. This isn't like you're putting on a, a show and a award show. She- Emily called it out and then Richard comes yeah. in for dinner and he's mm-hmm. like mm, I see like yeah <laughs> what's the so worst good. pity and fight that you've all received can you remember oh, has God, it happened to you I'm sure yes mm-hmm. I, it happened like I said it happened to me but it turned out great so I no no um no bitterness on my end I think mm. you get it when you're like find out about a party that you weren't invited to. And then the person knows and they're like, Oh, you can come. And you're just like, Oh, thanks. Can I like, I, I was sitting next to a group of girls and they were talking about like a bachelorette party. And I was at the bridal shower and one of the girls was like, we can do this. We do this. And she looks at me and she goes, you can come if you want. And I'm like, It's okay. Thank you. <laughs> These days oh, as I'm so old though, I hope to not be invited. Is anyone else experiencing that? Where you're like, please don't invite me. Please totally. Don't invite me. Please don't make me say no. Please. Um, all right. So move, please don't moving, ask me to be a bridesmaid. Please. So moving into that, it's yeah, I know it's it's a very <laughs> awkward position to be in. Um, so now let's move into Luke's. Uh, yeah. Lorelai. So, yeah. Lorelai, and it looks like Dean and 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 Rory are are happy as uh, two peas in a pod. And a very memorable scene. So funny. Mm-hmm. Do you do you like your breakfast? Oh, mm-hmm. oh do you do? Like, and yeah, he's all, do yeah. you want to trade? Like, it was, that's a very cute sort of iconic Gilmore moment. So, and Lorelai pacing in the background, scared to come in the diner waiting for, because, you know, the the dust up with Luke has not, the dust has not settled yet, I guess. Now, what did you think? Should he have forgiven her already? I don't know. I haven't thought about that. Should he? I don't know. He is who he is, right? He just, yeah. he, now he's back in his shell a little bit. He's turtling a little bit. Yeah. Um, that because was, he that just stood out to me. Yeah. It, it's like, gosh, man, that's, that's a hard, listen, if you're really involved with somebody and you have a, uh, I mean, if you're, you know, having a relation, a real full-blown relationship with somebody and you have a blowout fight, it's easy to forgive because then there's some recourse, you know what to do. You know how to make up. <laughs> the makeup part is really good <laughs> and it yeah, makes yeah. you forget about the fight. What's his recourse? How do they yeah. make up? They're not intimate. You know, I mean, they are in a way, but they're, they're it's just that right. it's such a slight to him because he's been there for her. He's been there for her. He's mm-hmm. been, been a good guy. Maybe, you know, he's not so 
So, um, so when you were watching it, so she, you know, she's pacing back and forth. She comes in, Rory uh-huh. and Dean leave, and she goes to the counter and she really does say she's sorry. She really uh-huh. does. And he still wasn't having it. Did you have a moment where you're like, oh, forgive her and let's move on? Or were well, you it's like- almost like she was demanding that it, it that he move on mm-hmm. instead of just sort of kind of vibing with him a little bit. And mm-hmm. it's like she didn't like what she was getting right away. And she got. I don't know. I don't know if she got hostile, but she got disappointed and got defensive and got the heck out of there. Mm-hmm. I, I really know. thought it was powerful when, so mm-hmm. I wrote my notes say awesome scene. Like I loved that moment between the two of them. And and mm-hmm. she says, I want Luke back. And you say he's standing right here. And she says, no, he's not. Right. Well, and she I said it under like, his breath so he could hear it. Right. Wow. Yeah. It was big. It was a big mm-hmm. moment. I wrote down those but lines it, too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But it opened the door for all that Christopher stuff that followed, right? Sure so you got to you got to propel her into that mm-hmm. the possibility of all that happening, and that's exactly what that scene. So I mean, that scene serves its function. So it 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 was a necessary scene. Mm-hmm. Let's just mm-hmm. say, but I liked it. I did. I liked it. And I thought I, you both were great. And you know what's so mm-hmm. interesting? You make a cough in it, like you mm-hmm. had an entire line of a cough. Yeah. And it was like, oh wow, this is Yeah, I I, I threw <laughs> that in. I threw that in. It was very good. It's the one time I think I got something in that wasn't scripted. <laughs> it was it was and then somebody's gonna produce a script saying, ah, it, was, <laughs> yeah, it said Luke coughs. <laughs> but I think yeah. I threw it in. Might I thought scripted. it was one of the most important scenes in the episode. Um yeah. I guess as far as those two are concerned, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was it was heavy, heavyweight episode. Because it's hard to be, you know, that stoic and that, uh, you know, Gibraltar-like in the face of somebody who's trying to, he wasn't ready. And that we know deep down he loves. So it's like, I'm sure there's a part of Luke that wanted to forgive and, and, and have his friend back. Listen, man, he's a blue collar guy. You don't talk to blue collar that way. You know what I mean? Don't talk to me that way. I'm a worker. You know, I, I get up every morning. I do for you. I didn't, you know, there's, I'll, I'll take a lot of crap, but don't, don't go yeah. over the top like that. You know, he's gone. And his he mind also right doesn't now, like yelling like that. Like not that mm-hmm. she was screaming, but, but Luke as a person doesn't like a fight like that. No, he's a sensitive guy, right? Mm-hmm. He's got a heart. He's, he's, he's got a shell on and, and he, you know, he didn't, I don't, think he deserved that and he thinks he didn't deserve that and he's because so. he's, he's he's never raised his voice at jess despite whatever jess does that's not mm-hmm. his way mm-hmm. so for when when lorelei just lost it uh, rightfully so he was ill prepared for that mm-hmm. what are you gonna do that's life you know that's do you life. think that was too much emotion coming at him so what we're going back a few episodes to the fight. Do you think because she was so overcome and emotional and she did raise her voice and she's, you know, yes, she's blaming him for something. It's totally not his fault. Is that too much for Luke? Uh, I'm going to risk saying, uh, sounding, um, <laughs> I'll just say it. Uh, yeah. I think what he heard in her voice and in that anger was a lot of, I think he felt like less of a man. Mm-hmm. 
because and it, and he disappointed himself if he let her down that to that degree mm-hmm. um then he's maybe thinking a little bit less of himself so he's he's maybe in a little depressed situation yeah. i don't think it's so much he's hating on her but he's got to deal with how he feels about yeah. himself i think that's totally I also think there was like a realization that he always thinks about Lorelai and Lorelai wasn't thinking about how Luke was feeling in that situation. So I think he was kind of like, oh, wait, maybe this is only one sided. Oh, Danielle. Right. Right. But also, let's add another layer. Maybe he's feeling a little less like, you know, the man who will should step up and claim his love. and you know, really let her know and really go out on a limb. And he just, I don't know. I just think he feels very vulnerable and gutless and he's just going to put that shell of armor on and, mm-hmm. and just sort of keep her at a distance now. Shell he of armor he, is a he, perfect he, description. Yeah. He doesn't wow. know how to deal with it. And I think he's disappointed in himself that he hasn't made a stronger move to, you know, mm. get that relationship off the ground. You know, yeah, he could, hear, he could hear it in her voice. Maybe he heard some of that too. Like that rage was like, Hey, stupid, I'm here. I'm waiting. Mm-hmm. Let's go. And he's not, he hasn't done it. So that of course he's going to get blasted like that. You know, it's interesting you know? that fight mm-hmm. really is lingering. And I mm-hmm. think maybe the diner scene is even more powerful because the writers, you know, in, 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 in our world, it's real to us. They didn't just, tie it up in a bow and go like, okay, the fight's over. We're good now. It's like, they really are letting it linger, which made it that much more significant. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. confidence starts with loving who you are and when your skin feels nourished and glows on the outside you naturally radiate confidence from the inside give your skin a glow up with osea's clinically proven mega moisture duo this ultra hydrating body care features two of osea's best sellers undaria algae body oil and undaria collagen body lotion these seaweed powered heroes use skincare level ingredients normally reserved for your face for results you can see and confidence you can feel. Osea has been making clean, clinically proven seaweed infused face and body care products for over 28 years. This luxurious skincare is vegan, cruelty free, and climate neutral certified, so you never have to choose between your values and your best skin. Glow from the inside out 
Get 10% off your first order with code GLOW at oseamalibu.com. That's O-S-E-A malibu.com, code GLOW. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I've never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, back to it. If we're going in order, let's talk about Paris running for president. Oh, interesting. Well, I, you know, I found her, I mean, she was appropriately um, grading mm-hmm. uh, uh, with a T, <laughs> <laughs> not with a D. <laughs> and that's her role. Cause, and I thought it was a great shot. The camera, it was a steady camera. Oh, Steve, the Steve from Steadicam doing his great work mm-hmm. and walking up that aisle and around her and then back down the stairs again. That's a tough shot to make. That's a very heavy camera. And, uh, you know, he's got to be careful with the steps. He was a big, strong guy, nicest guy, steady camp Steve. And, uh, and, uh, you know, she, look, the contrast between the Rory and Paris has to be, you know, it has to be black and white. You know, it has to be good versus evil. It has to be uh, hateable versus likable. You know, makes it work, makes it fly. Um, I don't know. Rory just got roped into something, man. Yeah. She just got manipulated, right? Oh, my God. Yes. I have Paris <laughs> equals manipulator on my notes because literally she totally dragged her in with that Harvard um, yeah. It was a smart phrase. move for Paris to say it. I was like, oh, well done, Paris. You got got her. Yeah, but she had me convinced. Of the hundreds of thousands who apply, you, you know, how are you going to differentiate yourself? And that's a good point. Good point. And Rory was like, oh, all right, I'll do it. Yeah. Wait. Riley, there are two pop culture references that I have to talk about in the recap. I know we're still going to do pop culture, but when she said the Damon to my Affleck, I was like, <laughs> oh, yes. Like yeah. that still so works 20 years later. Mm-hmm. I know she does the yin to my yang, the Joel to my Ethan, the Damon to my Affleck. <laughs> Geller and Gilmore. And she really liked that alliteration. Yeah. Yeah. It reminded um, me of you a little bit, Amy. I was like, oh, that's you like a little like the am, am I the Paris? No, Paris. you like like the like the oh, B and B, you know, like oh, I love alliteration. <laughs> yeah. I love alliteration. No, I also like thought Par- it was 
hilarious when Paris said, it's like you were dressed by birds. Right, like, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> Roy says, I haven't been dressed in birds since I was two years old. Yeah. <laughs> that, I think that's, what's that, Snow White or Cinderella? Yeah, that's what it reminded yeah. me. Yeah, yeah. That was what I called Danielle the other day. And I don't know if I was like on speaker and all I heard is like birds chirping. And I'm like, are you in Snow White right now? Like what is happening at your house? And that is the same dressed by birds. Like, oh my God. So it's an interesting dilemma. She, uh, I thought that scene with the, with Louise and Madeline was hysterical. Oh, You're polling really well for competence yes. and and uh, the, uh, what was the other category? Uh, but likability, you're way down and they would prefer not to vote for you. So, so hilarious. You know what I want to ask you really all three good. of you? Because hmm. this goes through my mind all the time. Those two are popular girls, like not Paris, yes. Louise and wh- why is her name? Madeline. 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 They're mm-hmm. like popular and cool. Why are they best friends with Paris? If Paris is so unlikable and like everyone hates her, but those two cool girls are friends with her. What do we make of that? I never thought of that. They're followers. They probably want to get into Harvard too, right? They probably have fathers or mothers who could buy them in, buy their way in. And uh, they're just being smart. I mean, Paris is obviously going to be a person either who ends up in a lunatic asylum or she's going to end up running the world. So why not? Glom on. <laughs> they need Paris yeah. to get good grades. <laughs> and Paris is never appreciative of them in that. Like, Mm-mm. you have two really good friends that are like out there polling for you. Right. Yeah. 150 students they talk to. That takes time <laughs> asking all those questions. I'm like, what is happening here? So, anyway, I digress. Is anyway. Paris like their bulldozer? Like, they're, does their dirty work? Like or maybe yeah. she's been friends with them since fourth grade and it's like right. grandfathered in. And they probably feel sorry for her because they know her family situation, right? Yeah. So anyway. I um, get the vibe they're friends for so long they can't like ditch her. They're like right. right, right, right. So now so now we're at the doctor's office. Rory's getting her cast off. Christopher shows up in his yes. shirt. The shirt was wearing him. He really wasn't wearing his oh, shirt. I just, I love every Christopher moment. I know people disagree with me, but I think I don't disagree with you. I love it too. I love him. Again, I'm going to recuse myself from the Christopher stuff. <laughs> I know I'm jumping ahead, but when he was in the bedroom and that's white. Hey, 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 what, what are you sorry, doing? What are you sorry. Doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? What are you doing? I'll get to it. We'll get to it. Huh? Go ahead. You're in charge. What the heck? What the heck are you doing? <laughs> oh, I did it. Did I just do it again? I Not just did all. it again. No, no, I shouldn't shut one, you down. No, no, but I'm I apologize. No, no go, go, no, go, 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 go. No, go. you were Say, right. Christopher in the T-shirt. He looked like, like <laughs> Marlon Brando's love child with the Tuki Sambuki or you something. You were right. We'll right? get to it in due time. Continue uh-huh. with the scene with the cast. <laughs> I have nothing to say. <laughs> I do. Lorelai uh, had a turquoise uh, necklace that were really good and brown uh, pants with some embellishment, and then in comes Christopher. Mm-hmm. just being a hottie babe and like such a good dad all of a sudden. And then I also wanted to comment on Rory's shirt that said number 13 and, and strange. And all I was like, is that like, it's not stranger things. Obviously it wasn't even out yet, but like, did you guys notice her shirt? You did. We didn't need to. Oh, I'm, I'm in the fashion on this. Continue. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. So that's when Lorelai invites Christopher to the, mm-hmm. 
rehearsal dinner, which is a big deal. Yep. Big deal. Now things are starting to pick up a little pace, right? <laughs> yes. Starting to get horses in the starting gate and we're like, uh-oh. We've and seen the it whole time, and Right. There we go. And the whole time I'm thinking, Luke doesn't even know any of this is going on. No. Yeah, is he going to find out? If he does find out, how's he going to feel? Poor, poor old Lukey back there. No, the shell on bitter his empty back diner. At the diner. <laughs> bitter at the diner. I'm like, you should have forgave her, dude. Yeah. Should have forgave you know, her. Look at what's happening. I'm okay with you know, the I, grudge holding. I don't know. I think it's very unhealthy to do that. You should forgive. You should. You really should forgive, unless it's some kind of an extraordinary circumstance. Where it was just so abusive, but maybe that's how he feels. You know, that's probably how he feels. Um, but it so, what did you think of the rehearsal? Uh, the rehearsal. I don't really remember the rehearsal. I oh, the rehearsal was hysterical. Yeah, because because Kurt you, gave the. I wonder. I don't think is Luke not invited to the wedding. It's kind of weird. Is, that's a little strange. That he, is weird. That's that is explain that. Uh, Ex, explain that. It's weird. Well, the, oh, oh. but they used his hoopah. Oh, did they? Yeah, they did. Miss that. They, is they it because yeah, like, there? Is it because Suki's Lorelai's friend and Luke and Lorelai are not on good terms right now? Yeah, but he's. Uh, but everybody from the town was there except for him, and yeah, there was he no got scene. Officially saying, excluded because he was not there. Well, okay, so was it because the writers feel that that was a big enough fight between Luke and Lorelai that he's not going to be invited? Maybe, and and even though they don't address it, that's what we're to assume. Are we? So we're to assume that. So he's out now because but, he had a big screaming match with Lorelai. But if you were Luke, wouldn't you be mad at Suki for not inviting you? Or because Luke is so down in the dumps right now, he got the invitation and just wasn't going. Possibly. <sighs> But it that is would weird. Need, but he wouldn't that, be invited. That's it, weird. It, right. It's it's such a close to community, and he's such a pivotal, central figure of that town. Why wouldn't he be there? You know, that's that, that was a little strange. That's good pointing that out. Um, so the rehearsal dinner was funny. Kirk gave his toast. Moved oh, my car, and then oh my god, and it was Christopher's. Yeah. And we've got the kilt thing. Yeah. And then they go out, grab the bottle, and out they go to those stairs. And it was right. like, oh, wow. But even that little kilt scene paid off beautifully because it was just, at, you know, during the wedding when he walks up, it's like, ah. So there's a whole scene of that to set that up, and it's kind of nice to see it pay I off. I also have to say I loved how I almost wanted to copy it, Danielle, for our next, like, party. When Christopher and Lorelai are sitting on the steps at Suki's, and there was just candles up the sides. Mm-hmm. Oh. I always love a good candle entrance. Visually, this episode was just, oh, my God. Every um, single thing was amazing to look at. Yeah. And you know what? I, I hate to go here, but I'm going to go here. And again, I apologize to anybody that I, I do it. Any, anybody's feather. I mean, should I just shut up and talk? Okay. Yeah, we're ready. <laughs> we, we, like the, we like the controversial Scott. I'm not saying that in the Netflix episodes that they didn't make a big deal about prepping for Luke and Lorelai's wedding. It was, but we only got the preparation part. We got to enjoy the preparation. We got to enjoy all of the flowers and the walls Mm -hmm. of flowers and all of the Mm -hmm. wonderful things that were being planned for Luke and Lorelai's wedding. We just didn't see the wedding. Um, 
And then we see all of this wonderful stuff, and they're making such a big deal about Suki and Jackson's wedding, mm-hmm. right? So I can underst- it's understandable how the fans felt shortchanged by the episodes and not getting a real Luke and Lorelai wedding. Because look at all the potential. Look at all the fun stuff that happens mm-hmm. at a wedding. Mm-hmm. And this, this episode, a finale, right? And the wedding, Luke and Lorelai wedding, could have been the finale of yeah. the entire series. Uh, they didn't take the opportunity, and it's just you know what I was happy about though in this episode hmm. with the choice of don't hmm. make me sit through the the vows like that we like I don't I didn't want to be have to watch Suki and Jackson's full wedding. I got enough of it and them coming, you know, because really what it was about was Rory right. and Lorelai. Mm-hmm. you know, having these two massive moments, which they don't speak of and then walking. So I guess sometimes I do think like a wedding can slow down what we really want to be seeing. Well, it's just, it's Meaning a support. It's like, you know, they didn't give the supporting characters their due. In other words, that's, it's a nice way of saying the supporting characters aren't as important. They didn't get their due because we need to just stay on track mm-hmm. with what, you know, how we've set this up. The narratives need to play out and we only have a certain amount of time to do it. So it's got to be Christopher Lorelei resolution. It's got to be Jess and and Rory resolution. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. sort of not resolution, but, you know, cliffhangers, right? Major. Right. And we already have our cliffhanger with, with Luke and Lorelei. You know, they're, they're, they're in, there's some bad blood there. So We also got taken on a roller coaster so fast so we we've been building with this christopher thing all of a sudden we're like oh my god it's on he opens up like things aren't going well with sherry i'm looking for an apartment lorelei's all excited about it they kiss they sleep together we're Mm -hmm. like on this whoa then we bring in emily and emily's like i'll be damned and she's thrilled about it right thrilled Mm -hmm. all in one episode and then we're completely smacked let down it boom I, I I thought okay so if we're gonna go there right now we're we're go we'll go a little out of order because it is yeah. it's, it's a very you know it was like the entire episode um, I thought that was a little ham handed I, I I I thought that and I I don't want to use this term but it was it felt a little soapy to me that he mm-hmm. threw in the pregnancy mm-hmm. they said oh it's pregnant it was like oh god really I mean because when we th- when we really start to hate, here it is. You start to hate the guy because you know he's going to pull something, right. right? I mean, it's Christopher. He's going to pull something. What's it going to be? And here he is. They're standing on the bridge, and it's like, oh, God, sorry, you know, this kind of thing. Now what's the reason? He got a phone call. He's going back to Sherry. But now he says, she's pregnant. And I was like, oh, wow, that was too much. For it's me, so it, was too, it was too much. Okay, so I'm Just thinking, too much. And I want to hear what. I want to hear what Riley and Danielle think, because to me, it was like, if he just left her, he's a D word. But because of this, it's like, oh, no. Well, they're they're trying to they're trying to rehabilitate. Sorry to interrupt, but they're they're trying to rehabilitate a guy who's you can't rehabilitate no matter how likable david sutcliffe is he 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 was not around here i am right being try, I'm, okay i don't want to be so forceful but he wasn't around for her and rory told him on their walk 
You tend to do oh, this, God. and you better mean it this time, and don't mess with our hearts anymore. This and kind that's of why thing. it's even more brutal. I mean, the guy, reason, the, listen, can you just say it? The guy's a selfish loser. So, again, I'm going to have to argue with you. I, he was selfish-ish, but he was also very young. But the reason he's, he's heartbroken to leave Lorelai, because he loves Lorelai. But he's trying to do the right thing. And yes, it all happened too fast in like one phone call. You're like, what? You, you figured out life in one phone call. But it's like he even says, I, I missed it with Rory. I'm, I can't abandon another kid. So I was like, I think to me, the baby was the only way for him to stir it up. You know, obviously we need this. We can't just have it's not the Christopher and Lorelai show. So it's like. And it's excruciating for her. I mean, she is in so much pain and heartbroken again because she let herself believe, even though it was for like 48 hours, she let herself believe like this family that I wanted is happening. She told her mom, like the person she would never let in on something, she told her mom. And now she's going to have to go back to Emily and tell her what happened. Can can I ask you? Can I ask you? Yeah, that's yeah. Oh, um, I'm I accept like that. Devastated yeah. by it. Uh, all right, so let me ask you this: um, in terms of the fan base, and in terms of polling our panel here, um, how how right does it feel with Christopher versus Luke and Lorelai? The, the, I'll just say this: on the Instagram, the comments are completely polarizing. There are so many people on there that hate Christopher. Mm-hmm. I've never had anybody not like Luke and Lorelai, mm-hmm. but they, some people love him like me and some people cannot stand right. the character. Right. I, right. I like him. I love him too. <laughs> so we're oh three no, three. <laughs> but maybe I'll hate him soon. <laughs> no, you're not going to hate him more than this because this is as bad as he gets. Kind of. I mean, well, I don't want to jump ahead, but. I just find that there is uh, there's no tension between them. As much as they try to create tension between those two, there's no tension between them. And I find it, I don't know, I just don't find it compelling to watch. And I'm trying to remove my personal feelings and my, and right. my Luke feelings and just try to be objective about it. it for me, it feels too, it's like if, if I had portrayed Luke as this sunny kind of a, creature right right, right. Or, or, or see chris see see christopher as luke and the show well, would look have been that's odd. why luke and lorelei are endgame but we're right. just so we're just in the thick of it right now mm-hmm. and and christopher and lorelei there's such it's it's a there's something between them more than just rory they I, they do have a chemistry what did you guys think of the kiss on the couch go ahead riley it was a cute kiss. It was quite steamy. <laughs> yeah, I liked it all. I I just I get, I get giddy when they're together. I'm like, this is amazing. They have so much chemistry. You know what I love so much, and I think, and I've never heard Luke say it. It's a Christopher thing. I could be wrong. Yell at me later. He calls her Lore all the time, mm-hmm. and it's like, oh my god. Mm-hmm. I, 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development, and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune into what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh, great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I'm just going to say it. I've said it before. Uh, I get he's the biological dad. I get that he has certain rights to see his child and be with his child. And it's a free country. Those two can do whatever they want. But in in my world, in Luke's world, uh, he hasn't earned the right to her heart. And I don't understand why she would take him back in because 
he's just been doing this for, he's been doing this same routine, showing up, getting everybody all excited and then taking off for whatever reason for 16 years. And when is she just going to move on and be strong and say, that's my, that's why it's so compelling. I think that's the tension. The tension Mm -hmm. that that situation creates is within the audience or within Mm -hmm. me saying, Mm -hmm. he's not worth it. He's going to do it to you again. Don't let him do it again. Don't fall for him again. You're right. Do you? Yeah, I mean, I get what you're saying. And then at the same time, I'm like, oh, give him another chance, this guy. Mm-mm. Let me ask you this. You have to remove Luke from it. If you had to pick who's more right for her, and I think I've asked you this before, but now you've seen more episodes, Max or Christopher? Those are your choices up till now. I think they're both manipulative. Hmm. I don't think Luke is manipulative. Luke's not your... He has no agenda. <laughs> He's not you, in this equation. You broke the rules, Scott. Here's the game. There's no, there's no loop. I just want Scott Patterson's opinion on. Yeah. As a, as a fan of the show, watching it for the first time, right. who is more right for her? There's no loop. Try hard. I know it's so hard for you. Max or Christopher? Um. Gosh. Well, you got to look at it this way. I'll, I'll look at it this way. Okay. How devastating would it be if it was Christopher and it's inevitably failed again? How would that, well, how would Rory react to that? And then what if great Max Max became point. the guy and that failed? How would that make Rory look at her own mother? How would that, how would that mold Rory? So what's, what's best for Rory? But she's 16 and she's going to, fly away soon right this is going to be much harder for her to take than when she broke up with max Mm -hmm. right this is yeah right yeah so this is also was she was way happier about it she Mm -hmm. wants it too that's why this is so devastating and as a as a viewer or someone who feels like i'm watching these people like i'm with them i'm at the wedding oh my god in the blink of an eye they were all so happy and then it's just like I wanted them to get through the wedding without that news. I thought of the same thing. Like, I wish it was season three, episode one. Oh, Sherry's pregnant. I I wish it was in the same episode. Right. I, you know what? I agree with you. I thought it was rushed. That's why it seemed awkward. It was the only like missed note in the whole thing. In my opinion, we were freaking out for 10 minutes. That's it. And then I totally agree. I thought he should have faked it through the wedding and told her the next day. Right. Because that's I, what he would have done. Yeah. But I guess <laughs> Sherry was there and he felt like he had to rush home to her. But I agree with you guys. That was weird. I would have mm-hmm. faked it knowing she was about to walk down the aisle. His was timing abrupt. was atrocious. It was abrupt. Yeah, it was bad. Yeah. I mean, it's like he just dropped a bomb on the whole thing. But I mean, it's more And it was cons- weird because he was sort of smiling mm-hmm. while telling her. Right. It, it was, that was tough to, the whole, that was tough. You know, they cast a guy, uh, David Sutcliffe is such a nice, likable guy, right? So they had to have a guy like that and put all of those pox on him. I mean, just, he's awful. <laughs> he's just no and he's showing so up and pulling handsome. I'm like obsessed with him. Uh-huh. That uh-huh. tank top, I know, I'm going to come back to it. Yeah. You guys know what I'm talking You can plug your ears if you have to. He's no, in the bedroom. Not you, Riley. <laughs> I can ha- I can handle it. Riley's yeah, we, we, out we, 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 we got over you. my we headphones. Got you. I think we <laughs> understand. Young, young ears. Yeah. He's in anyway. that white 
tank top in the bedroom and he just looks so cute. And I found myself, I couldn't even stare at his face. I just was staring at the tank top, like his arms and his like, I just, oh, I love him. All right. Um, so let's move on to, so, um, so, so I think we, uh, we kind of talked that to death, um, <laughs> didn't we? Cause now we're focusing on body parts. God, that's, that's right when there. you no. but it's like, well, come on. Well, let's I get mean, to the most important, the two scenes that are the most important. I well, feel. Go ahead. What do you think they were? Luke and Jess and Rory and Jess. I, the Luke and Jess scene, I think, was the best scene that I have done in the in the first two seasons. I agree. Yeah, yeah. I can't argue with you. And I and I have to uh, give the credit to Amy for directing it in such a way. I mean, it was beautifully lit. Uh, she knew where to put the camera. Um, the editing was just top notch. It was and a Myla. really great scene. It's like, because we all think of Milo now, knowing mm-hmm. how much work he's done. You know, mm-hmm. This Is Us and whatever that show was called where they had special powers. I don't Heroes. know. Heroes. Heroes. So it's like, we're thinking about this seasoned actor. But at the time, like he's doing those scenes and he's just like a young kid. Mm-hmm. He was very vulnerable in this scene, but it was in, well, not too vulnerable. Right. You know what I mean? Just like, slipped back. The bad like boys. You didn't pack sli- my stuff. Right. Pack my stuff. So we but, see we see how I mean, manipulative he can be, and he's just got his hat in his hand, and he has nowhere else to turn. And how and can I don't he say like no? Pretend I'm some actor expert, which I'm not. But uh-huh. would you call that the the reason that was so good? Is uh-huh. the word nuanced? Like it was so. Oh, yeah. That's what it's all about. Yeah. Both of you, and I get why you behavior. Two- it's it comes down to behavior. Yes, and I know that's what act. That's what good acting is. As beha- what's how? What is your behavior in any given moment? Right? How are you listening in the scene? How does what the other person is saying and feeling? How does it impact you? And how behaviorally will you physicalize that? Yes. Psycho- also psychologically, with a look in the eye. So uh, I everything. Why if, you if, two were buddies. Yeah. Okay. In so, real life. Oh, in real life. I was, in real life. I had this like weird takeaway from that scene. Afterwards, I was like, oh my God, Luke is so happy. It's like a part of him's being filled back up again that was missing. Mm. And he like in a weird way needs, he needs Jess just as much as Jess needs Luke. Like they need each other to mm. go through life with. I don't know. Like there's just this bond and seeing that like it come back together, you can see how genuinely happy Luke is about that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he feels like he screwed it up. He probably takes a lot of responsibility for that, and he wants another chance. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so does Jess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, he needs it. You know, it's his life. I have an acting question. Um, just when, if you're, like, in a, doing a scene with somebody and you just, like, can't get there, like, can't connect, like, how do you get yourself to, to make it to that place where it's believable? Smack them. <laughs> You will connect with me. <laughs> no, like you yourself. Like, do you like do you do you have any like rituals? You think I'm kidding? I'm not. What? Did you have any like rituals or something that you would tell yourself to like get there? I never had that problem on Gilmore Girls. No, ah. those were those were. Uh, I mean, that was a gift every day. You were always working with somebody on uh, uh, a very high caliber talent. 
uh, who knew really knew their craft. So it was never about that. I've done other shows where it was like, you know, you had to slap me. I never slapped anybody. I'm just kidding. But you want to. Right. <laughs> Cause like, wake the F up, man. Get it in the scene. You're sometimes people get too much in their head because they overanalyze and they think about stuff too much. And that's good to do in rehearsal. It's good to do while you're preparing the work. But once the, the camera's rolling and they say action, man, just let it fly. Just trust the research that you've done. Trust the work and just, listen and go and just you know I let do it think that was one of the I think that was the best scene you've done mm-hmm. or up there because you know what when he starts to walk away and Luke says she's not home like oh my god I guess she's not home mm-hmm. and he tries you know why he says they're doing good he's trying to protect Jess yeah like of course he's trying to protect Rory but he's trying to protect Jess like I know you're going to go there. I don't want you to be hurt by this. Those two Luke scenes, one, the one with Lorelai and where's Luke going and, and the Jess Luke, Luke scene. I think that encapsulates Luke lock, stock and barrel. That's all you need to know about that character. Watch those two scenes. That's the character. So you know how you always talk about the Emmys and how like you guys never got nominated? Like I would have uh-huh. submitted those two scenes. Yeah. I like, was thinking the same thing when I, when I, I watched that scene. Said, that would have yeah. been the one to, to, I think we did submit that scene. And then the Emmys so got good. them and they went, <laughs> not a chance. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, that scene, she's not home. Yeah. It's just like, oh God, wow. Mm-hmm. He knows. And he's, and Jess doesn't turn around. You're like, they're doing good. <sighs> and basically he's saying like, I don't want you to be back and just get hurt and don't hurt her. But I don't want you to be hurt. Mm-hmm. I know you love her. I know yeah. that whatever you like her. Poor kid. And then... Were you, were you looking for Dean at the, to walk, come out behind from behind a tree when she was kissing Jess? Was that a great I was I was waiting for Dean to just go I was like. Too. I was I waiting was for like, Dean to somehow have watched it. Like he was upside down on a branch and he lowered himself. <laughs> so wait, I have to ask you guys, what did you, what did you, were you expecting it? What did you think when she kissed him? I was not expecting that. What did that you was, think? That was really, you know, that was really a great moment. It, you know, when they can surprise you, that surprised me. And I, I thought it was terrific. I loved it because it's, he, just, yeah. it's just, it's uh, just, you know what I said after that? I said, ah, young love. Yeah. You know? <laughs> How I mean, she flailed it, away. Just, yeah. And then she says, welcome home. Right. Right. Which was so important because she freaked. Oh, mm-hmm. I can't. And then, mm-hmm. so he's sort of disappointed, like, oh no, she starts to run away. And then she says, welcome home. And he knows like, you know, the, 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 such a stark contrast. And I, I, I talked about this before, but if you listen to Paris's speech, her, her election speech, it was actually unhealthy to, to listen to. It makes you tense. It makes you anxious. It makes you, you know, you know what I mean? And then you go to Rory and she's just, that's healthy because she's relaxed and she's vulnerable and she's sweet. And she's pleasant. She's all heart, you know, and yeah. soul. It's, it's interesting. I think this show, that's why I think these people come to these conventions and they're so great and they're so nervous and they're just like, oh my, you know, and it's just, it's, it's like shocking and it's wonderful mm-hmm. because they're, this show actually, and I don't want to get too wacko about this, but this show actually heals people. It has healing qualities. 
Totally. You no, know, it does. These characters, and I'm not talking about Luke. I'm talking about you know the Rorys, the Lorelys, the Sukis, the just the tone of the whole thing. It's it's. You could be in a really sad mood. I could say bad mood, sad mood, and you watch this show, and you're like, I feel better. Yeah. I watch I watch Gilmore Girls for medicinal purposes, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My yeah. doctor recommend four out of five doctors recommend, you know. I mean, I I when the when the credits rolled, I was like on a total high. I was like, you know what? That yeah. was an awesome hour. Yeah. Like what? Wow. I my notes say wow, 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 wow. Mm-hmm. Wow, 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 wow. And you get the huge laughs mm-hmm. from Yannick, not Yannick, not Tonic, unique Yannick. And, you know, he gives and you the Suki huge laugh. Flipping out. And then Suki to, flipping yeah. out. And then, you know, uh, uh, Emily's never been better. How great oh. was Emily when she showed up at the wedding and said, That's right. how we rise above? It's called rising above. Uh, I mean, that whole speech, line. she just never. I watched it. her say, I'll be damned six right. times. I was like, I need to watch it again. I'll be damned. Like, she, like, oh my gosh. And did, you, so did, did you love Richard when he said, well, I'll, let me, I'll join you and see what kind of scotch they're serving here. You know, he's rubbing his hands together. He can't wait to get plowed. <laughs> Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. 
We're going to talk about and go through all the things that are sometimes difficult to process alone. We're going to go over how to regulate your emotions, diving deep into holistic personal development and just building your mindset to have a happier, healthier life. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. People that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, which is different than empathy, right? And basically have conversations that can help us get through this crazy thing we call life. I already believe in myself. I already see myself. And so when people give me an opportunity, I'm just like, oh great, you see me too. We'll laugh together, we'll cry together and find a way through all of our emotions. Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how. I don't know where. I don't know what. God, if you show me. God, if you tell me. God, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's talk about the uh, scene where post-coital scene mm. where Lorelai comes into the kitchen and Suki mm-hmm. is freaking out. She's in her wedding dress. She's got her apron on. She's taking out the flowers because she thinks Jackson will think it's silly. And she's nervous and she's second-guessing it. She doesn't want to be divorced. And, she, you know, now she's, you know, she's, she's, it's actually hitting her at this point. How, how did you guys feel? I thought it was a wonderful scene because it really totally. showed just what great friends they are and what great people they are. One is a great way for Lorelai to have to tell Suki what happened with Christopher because she's like, mm-hmm. say something to distract me. And she's like, mm-hmm. I might have something. Yes, I might have something indeed. <laughs> yeah. And and wasn't Melissa, her reactions were so great. Yeah, and I love like, that we really, got to really? see the- Oh, really? You yeah. know, I'm I love just that we got to see the stuff. cake and the dress. Yeah. It gave us that moment because we're not going to get it later to see the right. cake and the dress. Right, right, right. We did see the um, cake at the wedding, but not the dress. Yeah. Oh, you did. You did. Because we only um, saw Jackson come out. We never saw. Yeah. Right. But that was a wonderful scene between two very close friends. I mean, just mm-hmm. just wonderful, wonderful stuff. Um, and I think that's that's the heart and soul of the show. That's the feeling of the show. And I think, yeah. I, I, you know, Suki's a big character in the yeah. show. I mean, she's just really, there's such weight there, you know? I mean, she's really just so incredibly talented and so vulnerable and so sweet. And Mm -hmm. my God, she's so fragile and yet at the same time, tough as nails, like Mm -hmm. don't mess with. But I mean, what a great base to come from, you know, open-hearted, vulnerable, be able to do anything. And what a Um, great finale to get, have a thing to get everybody together. So mm-hmm. we've got them singing by the piano when they're talking about like, oh, watch out, Dean, when Babette's got a couple of drinks. Or, you right, know, right. like those reasons to bring everybody in. Poor Dean. 
being led to the slaughter once again. Oh God, he did look <laughs> every cute. time. He he, at the wedding. Every time he's at his best, you know, it's that like poor guy. whack. That poor fool. <laughs> but how funny was Kirk singing at the by the piano? Huh? So Come good. on, they, they, they had a bunch of great moments. Um, yeah, but I love it. It's like the the town hall meetings. I love all the scenes when everyone's there. Right. But there's just there's just nothing like a wedding. I mean, it's this it's the soul of of li- it's it's you know, it's the essence of life. There's two people embarking on a journey, a lifelong journey and and I mean it is it's evolution, it's it's nature at play and working through human being. I mean, it's all these all this stuff and it's there's just that's why a lot of Great directors open their films with weddings. I mean, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. Michael Cimino, uh, Francis Ford Coppola. I mean, mm-hmm. a lot of classic films that are open with weddings. Um, weddings are wonderful things to to witness on yeah. film. They really well, are. They, they, it, it, it gave us so many opportunities to, mm-hmm. to see different, you know, we've got that Christopher and Lorelai high and they have that kiss and she tells Emily and then suddenly the phone and we have that scene with Rory and Christopher having that moment. All this happened at the wedding. And then we have the kiss with with Jess. And it's just like, and then then we're so let down. It's just so many things happened. I think the lesson, the life lessons here to be learned from from Luke uh, from Christopher and Lorelai are no matter how well intentioned you are, no matter how young you are, no matter no matter how innocent you are, choices matter. Mm-hmm. And the choices that you make way back when will the, you know, spawn consequences the rest of your life. And now look at Christopher. I mean, he's getting ground up. Do you think Christopher wants to be in a situation where he's got Sherry, who he's not so into anymore, and now she's pregnant? That's no, going to be... He's an, just trying to do the right thing. He, and, and too late. He should have done the right thing back then, and he realizes it. And what do you think the chances are Sherry and Christopher are going to be together forever? <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah, it's tough because there's so much pressure now on the other side. He's uh, it's tough, I, tough. It's tough being Christopher. I mean, you can look good in your t-shirt all day, but man, that's 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 a tough slog being that guy, man. I Jesus. will say, I I have confidence in in saying that this is the end of Christopher and Lorelai. Like this is what. Oh, is it really? Okay. okay. No, like he won't come back again in season. Oh, really? Six. Won't he? Oh, oh okay, shoot! Danielle. Does he come back? He comes Everyone back. Everyone listening is oh. mocking you. Right? Everyone he, listening is literally oh, in their did you, did you say he mocking. won't come back uh, till when? No, I feel like She's, this is just the end. Like he's he's done for. Oh <laughs> no, he comes back. Damn it. couldn't be more wrong. Sorry for not, all the people just, that are yelling at me right now. I apologize. I love <laughs> you just admire her confidence in it. She was so she's like, I am certain that he is he's gone now. Gone for good. Wait, just Danielle. Oh, God. I mean, you guys are going to replay this clip whenever. Oh, yes. Riley, can you make a note (laughs) of this very episode so we can just burn her later? Oh, man. That's the beauty. You can't predict what's going to happen on this show. Right. You you really can't. Uh, Very surprising. But all right. So that's that was one heck of a season. Wait, before we go, I had one more pop culture thing that I have to bring up in this episode. Did anybody else do this? Oh, when you want to, yep. so it's when Lorelai's in the like scotch on the rocks pajamas and they're down in the kitchen and she says something like I think she maybe says like I had a dream and Rory says Brad and Jen broke up oh 
I did not catch that, but oh, I would no. have school- yeah, done this too if, that, if I did catch I just, it. <laughs> I wrote all with like five O's and 27 H's. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, that aged well. <laughs> the Brad Pitt c- comet just blasting through Hollywood, right? <laughs> <laughs> Touching down every once in a while. There Will you, you give go. it 10 out of 10? 10 out of 10? I think so. I think this was an excellent episode. It, was, it, it didn't hit you over the head too hard with anything. Um, like you, you use that word nuanced. It, I thought it was more nuanced than most episodes. Um, not that the other ones aren't, but this one was especially so. Um, and there was just a lot of celebrating and great feelings and hope. It was a very hopeful episode. I think the um, thing I might, oh, I won't say my favorite line yet, but the fashion I definitely want that T-shirt with the thirteen on it that said "Strange." Each mm-hmm. each episode, I'm gonna. Oh, and braids. Did you guys notice that braids are very in? Because not only does Paris always wear that braid, her the person running against her for president also wore a braid. I was like, mm. but I thought maybe they do it to young up the actors because the actors are a little older, yeah. so they put braids in their hair to make them look younger. <laughs> I did make one fashion note that uh, for the first time in history ever. Lorelai and Rory's bridesmaid dresses were actually cute and different. They weren't the same exact right. dress, mm-hmm. same color, different mm-hmm. style. Yeah. Right. But I was like, wow. Okay. So I, I found a few, uh, uh, what, what can we call these? Uh, Loves? uh, uh yeah, I, there were a few at 1620. I love the time. Uh, in, there is a, uh, the camera pans the right. It looks beyond the gas station. And you can see the orange and white traffic barrier. Oh, let's see if somebody. We need and somebody. a real Warner Brothers security guard. Oh. Guarding the entrance to the back lot. Oh my you can God. also see a white building with green windows and a trailer with a green awning. And those, ladies and gentlemen, are Warner Brothers production <laughs> buildings and not part of the set oh my god riley do you think somebody could go to 1610 and find circle 1620 yeah all right another one is at the very end okay at 43 45 um uh, notice that suki and jackson are using luke's hoopah which i did not see that yes someone got married under it after all right um there is also a deleted scene from this episode on YouTube. Oh. Rory wants to go to miniature golfing after getting her cast off. So if you want to go to YouTube and access that, you can. Yeah. Well done, sir. Well, I have, you know, I have a production team too. I don't team. I don't have this level of of staff <laughs> and power and money behind me. <laughs> You know, but I do now with you guys, but I, I have a little, I have some people. Oh, I they're, it. they're they doing some there. work, man. They're, they're, yeah, they, they love the show and they notice the, all these things. Like um, cheese, it gets better with time. See you, <laughs> see you, Gouda. See you, Gouda. Right. That's my line. <laughs> Boy with the poodles already is uh, awesome. Yeah. Riley, what's your favorite line? We talked about it, but uh, when Roy says, Hey, I haven't been dressed by a bird since I was two. Right. <laughs> Danielle. Uh, the, the good old Emily, that's called Rising Above It. 
But I will give you another one since I was already said. Um, this was in between Lorelai and Suki with the whole cake thing. Um, uh, Lorelai goes, you go get some sleep. And Suki goes, and you go get some. <laughs> um, mine was uh, just Yannick saying goodbye. The very oh, end God. of that scene. The way, the, the way he just cut her off and said, goodbye. <laughs> I laugh laugh so loud. That guy makes me laugh so much because he's so precise. He's so good at what he does. He's such a good actor, you know? And I mean, you just, it was just genius. The guest list is like 50 people. And he's like, I might have to get a second sheet of paper. Like, he's just like, yeah, I got this. Thanks. Yeah. So anyway, so that's it. Oh God, he is. Um, Anyway, I think that's going to wrap it up. Episode 22 season finale. Can't get started. And you don't have to wait three months for us to do season three. Sure don't. We're going to be back next week. We're going to come at you. So anyway, thank you, ladies. Uh, I really enjoyed this episode. I really enjoyed our discussion. Uh, Danielle Romo, Riley Pelusis, Amy Sugarman. And that's going to be a wrap on season two. Thanks, everybody. Uh, best Crazy. fans on the planet. Um, love you. And uh, keep those cards and letters coming, those comments and those emails. And uh, stay safe. We'll see you next time. Don't forget, follow us on Instagram at I am all in podcast and email us at Gilmore at iHeartRadio.com. Oh, you Gilmore fans, if you're looking for the best cup of coffee in the world, go to my website for my company, ScottyP.com, S-C-O-T-T-Y-P.com, ScottyP.com, grade one specialty coffee. Ah, summer, the best time of the year usually doesn't come with a great deal. Soaring temperatures come with soaring prices. But what if there was another way? With IKEA, your summer plans can last longer than two weeks of vacation and be more affordable. At IKEA, everyone can have lounge chair access. No reservations needed. From affordable outdoor furniture to stylish accessories, They have all of the essentials that you need to soak up summer in style, no matter the size of your space. Start planning a better summer with IKEA. It's your outdoor dreams inside your budget. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get emotional with me, Radhi Devlukia, in my new podcast, A Really Good Cry. We're going to be talking with some of my best friends. I didn't know we were going to go there on this. 
people that I admire. When we say listen to your body, really tune in exactly. to what's going on. Authors of books that have changed my life. Now you're talking about sympathy, right. which is different than empathy, yeah. right? Never forget, it's okay to cry as long as you make it a really good one. Listen to A Really Good Cry with Radhi Devlukia on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Oh, hi, I'm Rachel Zoe, and my podcast, Climbing in Heels, is back and better than ever. You might know me from the Rachel Zoe Project, or perhaps from my work as a celebrity stylist. And guess what? I'm still just as obsessed with all things fashion, beauty, and business. Climbing in Heels is all about celebrating the stories of extraordinary women, and this season is here to bring you a weekly dose of glamour, inspiration, and fun. Listen to Climbing in Heels every Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.